Hello and welcome to Universally Speaking, the Red Hot Chili Peppers podcast. My name is Ben Townsend from bentownsendmusic.net and I'm joined as always by... Sam Townsend from samtownsendmusic.tm samtownsendmusic.trademark Yes That's fantastic Is Tasmania We've done this one before Tasmania is not a country Still not a country Still not a country Still has that little dust devil whizzing around yeah, oh, yes. TM, yes. Oh, we haven't done that for a while. Oh, yes. Can you hear me, Clam Fandango? <laughs> <laughs> um, TM, is that... Oh, I, I, I'm stymied here. I can't think of a country that starts with T. Mm, well, that's... Tanganyika. Turkey. No, ooh, no. Ooh, Thailand. No. Timbuktu. If I said... Timbuktu. You, no. Right, that's a place. Yes. Yes? It's a place. This is the place. Yes, this is the place. And do you want me to tell you what it is? Yes, please. I'll just give a, we'll just give a five second, five, four, three, two, one, so that anyone who is trying to guess at home can still... Continue. Or in the car. Or in the car, wherever you may be. It is, in fact, Turkmenistan. Ah, I could have said Turkmenistan. The stands. I could have, yes, one of the stands. Now, I've got another one for you on a rebounce back, like last week, when I did that brilliant Ethiopia one. Right. Oh, brilliant! Yeah, I here was we all go. Over that like a... Yeah, all, all over that oh, like uh, stink on shit, as Oof. as Brad Pitt says in Thelma and Louise. Yes, well, what a performance! What a body! What, what a film! Great movie! <laughs> what a film! He is superb in that film. He's excellent. <laughs> Good. <laughs> uh, okay, Ben Townsend Music dot H O brackets dot A F. <clears throat> wow. What do you make of that? H O brackets A F. And it is a country. No. Oh. What the second half of it is a country, but it is a Red Hot Chili Peppers reference. Yeah, so H O dot A F. H O brackets A F. Is it Africa? Yes, it's Hollywood Africa. Africa, Hollywood Africa. As we know from uh, the second album, Freaky Styley. Got it. Got it straight off the bat there. You didn't jump on that quite as quickly as you jumped on an album from. And I call it an album, a song from no. uh, well, I'm I, With You. I didn't know exactly what I was dealing with. No. <laughs> once I'd, uh, That's fair enough. You know. Once you got the gist of it. Yeah, once I got the gist, I picked it up. Delighted. So, how are you? That's the first time you've ever asked me that on the podcast. Did you ask me because I had a mouthful of beer? No, just genuinely interested. I'm fine. Absolutely yeah. great. It's a Friday night. It's Friday. Yes, it's Friday. It's a bank holiday. It's a bank holiday weekend. The weekend opens up before me like a three-day thing. Ah, man alive. It's fantastic. And then my ratio runs thus. Three days off. Mm. Then I'm working Wednesday, uh, Tuesday and Wednesday. Mm. And then Thursday, Friday off. So my ratio is three off, two on, four off. Mm. That's not bad by anyone's standards. Not bad at all. Um, I'm over the moon for you. Thank you. I can tell. Um, so yes, great to uh, great to be here as always. Great to, to be on the precipice of a Red Hot Chili Peppers chat. Lovely. And uh, what are we talking about tonight? Well, we're talking about Sam B sides Part Four. Oh. But before we talk about B sides Part Four, I must tell you this, mm. and it is about chocolate oranges. Would you believe? I woke up at half past five this morning with oh. the idea to create our logo, but in the chocolate orange form. Yes. Which I then did do before I went to work. You're, in, you're, you're in, an incredibly productive young man. I, I'm, I'm indomitable. You are. And I put it on Twitter. The results are staggering. 
stunning, staggering. That it's gone viral. In a way. And as people can now go and see that, because by this time it'll be a week old when oh, you God, guys hear old it. News. Old, old news, because we're releasing on be Saturdays. On the news to be the first viral logo. The first viral logo to ever be spoken about in the news, possibly. Let's talk reviews, though, now. News and reviews. That's a five, new section. A five star review. Title simply Golden Content. Excellent. If you want to pop yourself out there on the likes of Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever platform you listen to us on, yes. and give us a good review, oh, we may early, well read you out. Beg. You've got to beg early. We'll forget later on. No, we will beg again. Uh, how do you do it, Sam, is the question. That, oh, I've just explained that. You do it on your, your platform of choice. Yes. Uh, golden Content, five stars. Great podcast from the two Townsend brothers. I'm not only talking about the band formed in early 1980s, Red Hot Chili Peppers, but providing humour ambassadorships and beer reviews along the way i've also heard that their drum ambassador is super handsome mm. jack now the fact that he is claiming that the drum ambassador is super handsome might give away slightly who wrote that review but we thank you jack johnson aka aka jack fox aka our man in the northeast, in the northeast. i have to say that i find jack johnson to be extremely handsome yeah well he's a good looking guy no doubt about it and we'll once again plug his stuff Get out there, look up Jack Fox on the YouTubes, on the internets. Anywhere you can. Been He's doing great stuff, and his, la- his last video was absolutely superb. So, yeah. It, it, in many ways, it put us to shame in, in, more than, in more ways than one. Well, name two ways that he's the put us to shame. The first way is that he's pr- produced a video, and we never have. And the second way is that it's better than any video we could ever wish to produce. And it is a superb video. We won't, we won't bother now. No, we were going to do a whole phalanx of videos, weren't we? we were, well, that was going to be my next word. Mm. I'm sure it was. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we are doing B-Sides Part 4. We've thoroughly enjoyed the B-Sides so far. Yeah, B-Sides Part 1, uh, but, B-Sides Part 2. And uh, what was the third one? B- uh, B-Sides The Third. Mm, exactly. Blackadder The Third. Oh, what a great series. Well, they, that's and this has been a popular opinion on, on the internet, is that B-Sides The Third... It has been compared in quality to Blackadder the Third. Well, here's a really important question then. Yeah. Will this episode be compared to Blackadder Goes Forth? Oh. The best Black... Not only the best the Blackadder. Best Blackadder. Which, yeah. which, <laughs> is Black, which one is Blackadder the Third? Uh, where he is um, a, a prince, the prince regent. The Elizabethan. No, the Elizabethan is uh, two, Blackadder the yeah. second. Uh, Blackadder the third is where Hugh Laurie is prince regent. Huge Laurie. Huge is a massive lorry, that guy. Yeah. Okay, excellent. Um, okay, so we are doing B sides, and once again, we are doing the Vinci Joe. Vinci Joe. Off who? YouTube. V E N C I, new word, D J O. No, we probably, if he doesn't listen to the podcast, he has no idea that he gets referenced once every three months or so. Mm, yeah. yeah. This is the fourth time. Fourth time. Vinci Joe the fourth. First one we're going to attack is Sikami Kaniko. Yes. Well done, Ben, I say for that. Well, Sikami well, Kaniko. Well yeah, I, I'm just going to call it uh, Sik. I'm going to call it Sikami Kaniko. It's fine. We, they, their B-sides are notoriously difficult to say. Well, Quixotic Elixir. Quixotic Elixir and Sikami Kaniko. Yeah, and... Um, well, Let's Make Evil. Yes, Rivers of Avalon is another tough one. Um, Fellas Cock. Joe. That was a tough one. We stumbled <laughs> on that. Yeah. Okay, so we've got Sikami Kaniko, 
Uh, the B-side of Under the Bridge. Yes. We've got Let's Make Evil, B-side from My Friends. Yes. We've got Millionaires Against Hunger from Taste of Pain. Do you want me to say yes after each one? Yes, please. Yes. We've got Fellas Cock. Yes. From Breaking the Girl and Suck My Kiss. Yes. Also heard on Funky Monk's documentary. Yes. And Search and Destroy from Suck My Kiss and Give It Away. Yes. Also, a couple of things to note. These songs have also been featured on other collections or box sets or, or other ways that people might gather together certain songs into a group. Fine. They've also, have to say, that on Venture Joe's list, we have skipped a few because they might have been extra songs when they were released on iTunes or on different formats, not necessarily B-sides. Indeed. I, d- I did just have to say that. Yeah, no, really, that's a really good point. I do now just want to bring up the fact that I got a pointless answer on pointless today. Oh, talk me through it, because I was there. I it, saw it. I was there. Um, we we absolutely... don't know... Go on. Pointless is a, a quiz show, an early evening quiz show in the UK. And you have to guess... You're given a category, and you have to give an obscure answer to which no one else, no one else has said that's the goal. Yeah. The final category of the evening included Robert Johnson songs. Yes, and my God, you were all over it, like Jumped stink on, the on shit. <laughs> They're red hot. Straight came straight to me. It, this was you were one point five seconds, 1. and it was at the mouth. One point five seconds fast. Yeah, and it was pointless. Yeah, great, Thank you very much. great. I won work. nine and a half thousand pounds. A theoretical nine and a half thousand pounds. Anyway, congratulations. Thank you. And a pointless trophy, of course, which is... Theoretical. What would you rather have won? Let's just do this quickly before we move on. Very quick. Okay. A pointless trophy, which is a glass trophy. Yes. A bully from Bullseye. Right. Or a blankety-blank checkbook and pen from blankety-blank. Well, for me... Thank you. (laughs) In your humble opinion. In my humble opinion, I'm going to go for... The pointless trophy. Mm. I'm torn. I'm so torn because you're you're old. You know, I'm slightly older than yourself. You are slightly older. I love darts. Fine. So a bully would be a fantastic prize. But I love Terry, the Terry Wogan era of blankety blank. And he had that microphone, that mega thin microphone on that long stalk. Yeah. So I'm going to go for a blankety blank checkbook and pen. I think. Fine. And you know what they say on blankety blank? Blankety blank. Blankety blank. Super match game, super match game, super match game. Super match game. That's what they say. So, shall we move on to uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers? The first B-side that we're going to talk about, Sikamini Sikamikaniko. Sikamikaniko. Here we go. As the birds sing freely and we sit so lovely together in this garage. We do sit lovely. <laughs> We've just come out of Sticky Me Kaneko yeah. at a decent volume. I'm not going to lie to you, Sam. I would have liked it louder. Considering it was a Blood Sugar Sex Magic era experience, it could. I thought it was going to be much quieter than that. But we did that. BSSM is notoriously quiet. Unless you, for example, turn it up. Well, even then, it's much quieter than others. Yeah, it's older, isn't it? It's older. It wasn't it during the Loudness Wars. No, well, we've, we've, been, we've been through this, but of course we know the loudest of them all. We do indeed. Yeah. Constantly flatlining on the old... 
Measurer. Yep. <laughs> uh, so, coming out of Sikimiki Nico. Yes. What do you think about it? I'm going to ask you a question at the end of this, and I'm going to tie it in with another song. I'm going to ask you a pertinent question that I might even put out as a poll on Twitter, if I can work out how okay, to do it. Okay, stood there just then, yeah. in the garage, with you, listening to it. Yeah. I absolutely loved it. Yeah, it's cool as, mate. Yeah, it's a great song. Uh, it's... To, to suggest that this is a high energy experience, I think, does it a disservice. What would you say it was then? Ultra high. Ultra high, sure. Just to make sure that you do it a service. Uh, that's, that's all I'm here to do. This is, as you said, a BSSM Sessions song. Yes. It's on Funky Monks, and you have that wonderful piece of footage of Flea saying, Shall I play it pick? Shall I play it a finger style? Uh, yeah. And the band which having one a conversation does Rick about it. Rubin prefer? And which one did he prefer? Finger style, I think. I think uh, Dan Bogosian in the book says that he went finger. He fingered it. He fingered that one. Right, fine. Um, I, for me, it's always, uh, and you know, IHMA, mm. it's always had a certain mystique to it, this song. Because I know it came out as a, as a B-side quite early on, on mm. Under the Bridge. But back in the older days, if you didn't have that single, I think, did you have the Under the Bridge single with this on? I absolutely had the single with this on. But I don't think I, I think maybe I didn't know you had it because watching the Funky Monks documentary, I was thinking, this sounds great. I'd love to hear the whole thing. Well, I think I I owned, or or we watched Funky Monks together before I owned the the Under the Bridge single. I went on a little bit of a a single buying extravaganza I mean up. yeah you bought the end of the British single a lot later on you didn't buy it during oh, no, the not, you didn't buy it in 91 no, oh, no, no, I mean no, you no. are a man of the 90s we've established that but I certainly am but I think we watched Funky Monks and then I bought the single later on so there was a period of time where we probably didn't know what, what that song was yeah but it's that riff that yeah. that hard that hard as I thank generic Blue Cool Box for pro- providing me with another providing cool extra audio Carly. yeah it's it's like you say it's pure energised for Shantae it's oh. hard playing it's pretty straightforward well you say that well let me finish go on it's pretty straightforward in some ways but in other ways in other ways I think it might be quite complicated it's an interesting one actually because it is <laughs> I'll tell you why <laughs> it's I, I think it sounds like a really impressive riff that should be quite hard to play right well in reality if you've got it's so it is a, straightforward well, it's, it depends how good you are at the guitar, I suppose. Okay, well, let's, let's, let's suppose that I'm, I'm a master. Well, it's piss piss. Yeah, but the key to it, again, is the constant movement of the wrist. And we're going to talk about that in later songs. Yeah. It's, key, it's, as, it's as Nuno said, the ex-drummer, who was a drummer for a guitarist. I see what you're doing with your wrist. I'm just... I'm just you're loosening sure it. If you keep like. the metronome of your wrist going all of the time, yeah. and you're muting out the strings when you don't need to play them, which is what John does a lot, yeah. then you're keeping that rhythm. You're not, it's always there. It's always there. You're keeping that percussive attack. And that's basically what this riff is, because it's just double stops, essentially. And the trick to it is starting on the upstroke, which is something yeah. you don't often do. There's a great video. We've talked about our, friend, our Russian friend, and he's not a friend, we see him on YouTube, Nikola Gagowski. Gagowski. Ah, Nikola Gagowski. A good video of him doing, uh, playing this, and he always puts a tab up. And you'll see if you watch that. In order to get, it, to get that rhythm right, you have to start on the upstroke. Jing, mm-hmm. da, da. You can hear that, because the first note was jing, and then the second one is a ding. 
Mm. (laughs) Now, if that's not a fantastic uh, GTP guitar technical point, I don't know what it is. It's the old jang. That's the first one you've done in all these episodes about a jindang. Yeah, it is. So it's a it's a GTP about a GD. Yeah. Oh, we could do a podcast about ginseng. Oh, or about gin, which we know more about. Yeah. Why don't we do the gin and ginseng? I don't know much about gin. Well, I know even less about ginseng. <laughs> That's true. You can handle the ginseng uh, parts. Well, that, I, I mean, I know I drink gin. Hmm. And you use ginseng? I don't really, no. Can... In fact, when I say I don't really. No, you don't. don't. <laughs> so, um, Funky Monks, Funky Monks, we said about. Now, this has, to me, a greeting song style vibe to the, yeah, that well, main that riff. feeds into Tone-wise. My, my next question. Which is? Why the age-old question when it comes to these B-sides, and particularly interesting, I always think, when it comes to Blood Sugar, why didn't this squeeze on to my favourite Red Hot Chili Peppers album? I love the way you phrased that, because that brings in the second song, which I'm going to make you think about in a minute. Mm, Why didn't this soul to squeeze on to that particular Red Hot Chili Peppers album? I mean, the soul to squeeze couldn't get on. This hasn't got a hope in... I think Sikami Kaniko... Yes. ...is too long. Yeah, that's one thing I noticed when I was doing my extensive research mm. for this episode. It's very long. It's mm. over five minutes. Yeah, it's too long. Yeah, it is too long. And the the breakdown is great in the middle. That yeah. kind of heavy, that, the heavy bit where John's just hitting that open E string and letting it ring. Yeah, it's so powerful. Yeah, yeah. great bluesy riffs there. Yeah, and I love the Swans part in that as well. Oh yeah, where he's kind of singing a call and response to himself, yeah, and it, and the chorus is a call and response as well, with the swan shouting out and the band coming back with Sikami Kaniko yeah. every time. Yeah, but but yes, it's too long, and I guess where you're kind of going with that is that it's a bit samey. Yeah, uh, this could be a fantastic three minute song. Yeah, it could. I and when I think about it, I think of it as being that, but actually, it's not. No. There, there's a lot of. That there's a lot of what is good, but there's just too much of it. In my head, this has always reminded me of the song Angry Cockroaches by Tito and the Tarantulas from the Dust or Dawn soundtrack. Sure. Um, which is the one where ding, 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 Akuna Masliado, ding, 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 constantly going uh, back. Yes. Constantly going back to the oh, same yeah. riff. Well, yeah, I see what you mean. And then just a little bit of... That, that's a great song, just a tiny little bit of vocal. Yeah. And then a brilliant guitar riff. If you haven't... If you have never listened to the From Dust to Dawn soundtrack, I think we've probably said this before, go and listen to it. Go and buy it. If you've never seen From Dust to Dawn, go and watch go and it. Go it. and buy it. Go and buy the Double Disc Special Edition DVD. Which, if you it's can... It's got f- a fantastic making of on it as well. Oh, it has, because they play it in character for some of it, don't they? Yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, it's superb. And it's a great film. And it is. the Tito and the Tarantulas are worth looking into as well. Uh, and the song Ang- oh, Angry Cockroach. It's a bit of concern as I look towards the, um, uh, the thing to see if we were recording. I'll tell you, from Dust of Dawn, now let's bear in mind that it was a, a, a low-budget mm, movie yeah. with practically no uh, promotional push behind it. Yeah. It's gone on to spawn three sequels. And a and show. And a TV series. Yeah. I think it came out at the perfect time because, as we said before, I'm sure... When I went to the cinema to see it, my friend at college said, come and watch this with me at the cinema. Something is going to happen and it will blow your mind. Mm. And I didn't know what it was. But it, there's no way nowadays they would release a From Dust to Dawn trailer without showing a vampire. 
Uh, and so, uh, hang on, spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that. You might have just given the game away there. I have. I can remember you coming home and, and talking to me about that film. Oh, what and a movie. I had you, you. You were eulogising about it. I had, but after you'd finished, I and then I I watched it. Based on what you told me, I, had, I still had basically no idea of how it was, of what was going to happen. I probably didn't tell you what the no, twist was. No, you did, but it's just even then, it's still so so out, out of, of the blue. Nowhere. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it just you, even if you know it's coming, you can sit there and watch it for the one hundredth time and enjoy the first half of that oh, film. The first half of that and film, just, is as it is, a straight down the line um, kind of gangster, you film. know, gangster film or, or um, on the run. Yeah, heist. It's the back end of a heist gone yeah. wrong, and it's there's so many good things about it. So well acted, oh, so well written, so many quotable lines. Yeah, and then that when the second half comes, it's so different and a little bit cheesy. Yeah, all extremely cheesy, and I think they embrace that because Tom Savini but did the effects. Still, it's still brilliant because the characters the characters don't break. Even though it changes so much, those characters are still just as believable in the first half as they are in the second half. In the second half, so in the first half. Yes, you're quite right. You're quite right, because that relationship between Harvey Keitel and his kids still works when everything's gone completely completely insane. Yeah, it's wonderful. And the the brilliant transition that's made as well between um, George Clooney and Quentin Tarantino's characters and Harvey Keitel and the children from in the first half when they are essentially en- enemies and like a hostage situation yeah. to becoming a team and becoming allies yeah. is completely seamless. Yeah. Uh, it's a superb film. It is. It's a beer film. It's a film to watch when you're having a couple of beers, I think, or a couple of gins and ginsengs. It makes perfect sense to be talking about this <laughs> yeah. now. While we're talking about it. <laughs> this is for, uh, from Dustle Dawn Podcast. Yeah. So... I turn over and I've got more to say. Um, okay, so the verse... Pod until... Uh, uh, pod, from Pod until... From, from, from Dusk pod until Pod, from Pod until Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, addiction. one of the... One of the guitar riffs for the ages on Sikami Kaniko yes. from John Frusciante. Yeah, and, and let's talk a little bit about Chad, if we may. Oh, what? Go on. He is... Yes, we know he's a funk powerhouse. Hmm. And we know what he's capable of. Yeah. He lays it down heavy, and he lays it down with a level of truth and sincerity here. Mm. That, that we may that never gives have seen before. the song such, such gravitas. And truth. And truth and sincerity. When Flea and Chad come in, I've, I've put down powerhouse combo. Because Flea is essentially predominantly playing one note mm. for, for that, throughout that riff. And, mm. and Chad's keeping it a si- quite a simple but heavy beat. He's a rock powerhouse as well here. Because, and he's a metal powerhouse as well, because as you get into the choruses, I'm even thinking that... Christ, he's rock, he's metal. It's speed metal. Yeah, well, we talked... Speed metal. Yes, yeah, speed metal. We talked about speed metal during Love Trilogy a few weeks ago. Mm. But the chorus here is uh, reminiscent of early Metallica. Well, that's the beauty of this song as well, those, those changes in the pace. Yeah, good. Yeah. No, it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is because you go from that uh, chorus yes. with the dun dun dun. Because he's, he's, going, he's playing that double something. He's reacted like that. 
says, there's a level of stunned agreement we've never seen before. Not just agreed with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're just right. Yeah. Uh, straight back. But then he goes straight back into the... Um, I thought I was wrong. But, no, but you were actually uh, so though, right. Even though you were just agreeing with me. You did it in such a way that you doubt what I was <laughs> Can you be so wrong you're right? Or so right you're wrong? I think so. I think so. It seemed like you were agreeing with me for, for the sake of the podcast. <laughs> but no. Brother, was, I'm on board with you. Yes, thank you. So for the chorus, here's what John's doing. Okay. He's hammering away on the, um, on the, on the bass E. I think he's probably thumb over playing... Uh, what's he playing? Maybe seventh fret. So and then a high bit. So it's again, it's another thing. We're just keeping the rhythm going. But he's not doing that. He's just going. But it's something like this. It's 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 key, isn't it? It's just a constant drive forward. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's what that's what Flea's doing with his pumping bass line, and that's what the myth is doing with the way he's playing. Yeah, I mean Flea. That 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 bit that he asked for the advice of of Rick on. Man. I don't think I've ever listened to this song on a good pair of headphones before. Decent before quality. This pair. week. Hmm. Well, it, that just beats through. What were you using previously? Just a bad quality pair of headphones? Either a bad quality pair of headphones uh, or... No headphones at all? No headphones at all. You know, sometimes or even... Just dare, dare, I, dare I admit it, my phone? Yeah, or what? Through headphones, though? No. What, just walking along the street? Yeah. Like a teenager? Yeah, that's what I do. Oh, sometimes just thinking about the song. Yes, just thinking about the song through a decent pair of headphones. At that point, I was still wearing a decent pair of headphones, but I was only thinking about the song. Let's talk about the swan then, shall we? Sure. What a delivery here from the swan at 121 timestamp. You might receive my radio wave. And he says it in a funny voice. He I like does. it. You know, it's very skinny, sweaty man, where, he, you know, where he's doing mm. all the voices. And, but I like that. I like that, I think. I'm less keen on it, actually. It's, well, he does other masterful deliveries. He here. rolls the first line. Oh, he, he is ultimate. He's, he's, he's like ultimate blood sugar sex swan here. Yeah. The way he said at 40 seconds, the way he says stop, he says stop. Yeah, yeah. And he refers to them as Hollywood skunks. Yes, indeed, yeah. Well, everyone knows. I was wondering whether they genuinely are known as Hollywood skunks or whether it was just a simple case that skunk rhymed with monk. monk yes i think it's a simple case that skunk rhymed, rhymed with, with monk, monk. Mm-hmm. uh well i i've always put but also that... carry on thank you i always sing in my head shuffle step you funky monks yeah rather than what he does actually say which is something like soulful se- soulful sex and funky monks We're, of course what i've done there is i've brought two songs together well, i've there's... made a portmanteau line like you have a portmanteau word, mm. uh, which is two things brought together. Mm. Like moped, for example, which is a, a, mo- a, a ped- uh, something you pedal, but also powered by motor. Yeah, a moped. Yeah, and I've, I've brought together my lovely man with shuffle step and yeah. funky monks with funky monks. A portmanteau line. I've just coined that. TM. But it wasn't funky monks. No, but he says funky monks. Yes. Shuffle step, you funky yeah, monks, so is what I had in mind. You, you named a song and then a line. Yeah. Oh, whatever. <laughs> just trying to generate content, buddy. Mate, listen, it's great stuff, but I just had to pick you up on that. Just did, point. did have to say I that. I do just have to say. 
That what you said was terrible. Thank you. They certainly are. If that if I don't print a T-shirt off that, I'll be I'll stagger myself. Wow, I reckon you might do it. That's live live pre-staggerization. Well, we could stagger Lee. We could yeah, we could we could do it. We could we could get one done of that, couldn't we? We could. It looked great. Twenty-seven apart. Yeah, why not? (laughs) (laughs) You could have um, the the normal logo on the front, like a little thing. Placed correctly, obviously. Yes, obviously. And then the uh, chocolate orange logo on the back. Well, you know me. I'm more of a small top back man. Yeah, you like logos so small you can't even see them. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what else does Swan say? It's amazing. At 2.49, he says, I'm not your dick, so don't appraise. Uh, the way he says appraise. He want to be appraised. No, but what a delivery. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of powerful delivery here. Oh, I love him. See, I can picture him singing this song in that big can of beans. Mm. Really going for it. I'll put that mansion. Let's let's be honest. The, the Swan was on fire during this period, um, which did pre- present some logistical problems. Well, because the mansion was not didn't have uh, fire doors, and what they, the chilies were doing, and you can see in Funky Monks, is when they did have fire doors, they were propping them open with wedges of wood. Yeah, which is even worse. E- I've seen people propping legal. fire doors open with fire extinguishers. Oh, that's outrageous! That's the kind of thing they show when you go and do your fire safety training. Yeah. But I always think, well, at least if there is a fire. You know, you've got a fire extinguisher there. Hey, well, it kills two, ber- two birds with one stone. Really you does. can pick up the fire extinguisher, start extinguishing the fire, and that fire door's going to shut. And the door shuts behind you. If I was a fire marshal, well, then, you're just, a, yeah. then I would encourage people this. Prop open your fire doors. With fire, if you're going to prop open your fire doors, do it with the extinguishers. I think they should, in fact, just do away with doors and use giant extinguishers uh, uh, instead. Right, so how would that work? How would you operate the big extinguisher? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you'd need a stepladder. Yeah. Uh, and also, they're quite heavy as well. They're much heavier than doors. Well, these fire extinguishers, if it was the size of a door and full of the, uh, the for example, the foam, <laughs> yeah. the sweet substance, yeah. you're going to struggle to put that fire out. So, well, I think that's maybe why they, do, they use doors. And you're, you are encouraged to prop them open with fire extinguishers of course if if you take that one step further and you're using big extinguishers as doors would all the fire extinguisher stands just have little doors on yes just hung up well they're not that little they'd they'd be just the size of a normal size extinguisher yeah which is only about two foot that's a small door (laughs) well not if you're pod from the borrowers pod clock it's a (laughs) (laughs) fun fact pod and Ariete's surname in the borrowers is clock it's clock yeah we found that out today earlier on um, so for Pod, that would have been quite a big door, a two-foot yeah, door. Yeah, a massive door. Yeah, the borrowers are tiny. Let's see what else we've got to say about Sukumi Kaniko. Uh, oh, yes. Next line where he says, um, never going to fit your critical shit. He rolls it in the give it away style. How do you roll? How do you critical. roll it? No, I think he even rolls like never. Never. I don't, who knows? The swan does things at this period with his tongue that uh, some other people... Could not have, and I can see you, you. You've just given me a look. No, well, no, I just didn't want you to get into tonguey type stuff. Fine, I know what you're like. Look, what the swan did with his tongue yeah, at this in stage the, in the 80s, and however, the 80s. he kept it supple with his own business, but by god, he kept it supple. He certainly did with the sweet substance. Um, ben, would you be kind enough to pass me a bit? I certainly would. Now, why don't you tell us what this, this yes, is? This is a, a superb sponsor reached out to me this week. Salt. Uh, the company, the beer, the brewery is Salt. That's S A L T. Uh, the beer is Huckerback, and then underneath that it says a word which I think is Nipa. 
That's Nipa or Nyepa. So it's salt, it's Huckaback Nipa, it's juicy and hazy, and it's five, 5.5. Wow, you sound like you're already... Oh, just a bit gassy, that's all. In your brother's Now, cups. on the back it says, standing on the shoulders of giants, which oh, is well, nice. Shall we put that out there while I listen to the podcast? Yeah. Try to think, before the end of the podcast, if you know where that quote comes from. Who coined the phrase, standing, standing on the shoulders, on the shoulders, of, shoulders of, giants? of giants? Now, Salt Beer Factory... It's a microbrewery on a mission to unify heritage and modern brewing. Sure. Our homeland, the, the UNESCO village of Saltaire, was built by a super progressive pioneer of workers' rights in the 1800s. We adopt the same progressive spirit through our modern brewing styles. Drink the beer! Right, sorry, that was so long. Right, here we go, <laughs> to the mouth. The beer goes into the mouth. And Samuel is now rolling it around to accept the full flavour. Sam, how did that feel in the mouth? Soft. Hmm. Meaningful. Wow. Yet fleeting. Love it. Fleeting? Mm. So the flavour's gone? The feel was gone. Right, of course. Because you, you swallowed it, presumably. Yes. <laughs> the flavours linger. Uh, it's, it's actually very, very nice. Good. Quite a strong flavour. But I would say that is a very nice beer. If, you, if you're out there, Salt, Huckaback Nipa, very nice. Thank you, Salt, for providing me with those. I'm sponsored this week by four generic lollies that yes. for some reason were left at work on the table where people put biscuits and cakes so we can eat them during the day. Open? What do you mean open? Were they like pre-licked? No, they were sealed. Okay, good. So I, I had them. Yeah. Oh, you're a lolly man. Well, I certainly am. Now, the question then, as we as we move forward. Yes. Okay. It's 1991. Fine. You are the Red Hot Chili Peppers in their entirety. Excellent. And you're Rick Rubin. Wow. I know, if you can imagine that. You are determined only to have... Can I also be Baron, Baron von Munchausen? Yes. You can also be Robert Johnson if you need to be. Now, how many songs are on Blood Sugar? Is it 17? 16. Yes, it's 17, of course. You might have been discounting their Red Hot in your head. I must have been there. So, I must have been. you are the Red Hot Chili Peppers. You are Rick Rubin. It's 1991. You are track listing the album. You're, de- you're determined that it must have 17 songs on it. I am. You're also determined that you can't drop their Red Hot. Fine. Okay? They're the parameters of your thinking. Yeah, and always have been. You are now sure that you've shortened... Sikami Kaniko, down to a more palatable length. Three and a half minutes max. Hmm. Or even you haven't. I have. Good. And you're putting that on the album. You're also putting on Soul to Squeeze. Mm. My question to you is, what, you, what two songs are you losing? Okay, I'm going to say Goodnight Vienna to two songs. Okay. I thought you were going to say, I'm going to say Goodnight Vienna. Never heard of that song. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. That also didn't make the uh, the final cut of the album. You're thinking about cutting Ultravox songs. No, I'm going... Well, I mean, without wanting to sound... Cliché. Cliché. <laughs> sure. Uh, what are you going to go for, buddy? I bet I know one. Well, no, I, I'm taking your advice. I'm cutting the greeting song. Okay, that's not my advice, but go, go on. Okay. And for Soul to Squeeze, I mean, it's obvious, isn't it? It's been nice to know you, Naked in the Rain. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but goodbye. But goodbye and God bless. Okay. I. But, but it, let me ask you a, another question with slightly more detail. If you cut, with a slightly more detailed parameter, you can't cut naked in the rain. Oh no! I cut the greeting song because it's similar in style. Okay. I think. Okay. So if you want to put some squeeze on, you've got to cut something other than. I haven't even told you what I'd cut if rain. I can cut naked in the rain. Well, you can't, and I know it would be that. Well, I'm going to tell you what I would cut. Fine. If I could cut naked in the rain. No, you can't cut naked. Well, I'm going to tell you what I could if I could. Then we'll, fine, then we'll fine, move on. Fine, fine. I would cut naked in the rain. Yeah. And I hate to say it because I know um, Ambassador, Washington Ambassador Boris Sanchez is a big fan of this song. Big bad brother. The Righteous and the Wicked is gone oh, on, for mate. me. No, that's no. only for me. That's only I-M-H-O. And that's all I can do. Speak uh, from no, the heart. Fine, no, uh, Obviously, I respect that. But, um, you know. Okay, so you can't cut what? You can't cut naked in the rain. Did you cut naked in the rain? Yes, of course I did. Fine. No, you can't cut naked in the rain. Oh. It's the greeting song, isn't it? This, this makes the whole... Oh, no, you can't cut the greeting song for, for Soul to Squeeze. Well, well, these parameters are getting out of control. Well, the, the greeting song can be cut for Sick and Mick and Nico. No, I can cut any two songs, but I can't cut naked in the rain. No. And you can't cut the greeting song. This is, this is some bullshit, brother. Well, just the, I don't make the rules, mate. Right, well, it's a greeting song, isn't it? No, you can't cut that. Well, what can I cut? <laughs> <laughs> what can I cut? You've got to cut a song that's similar in style to Soul to Squeeze. Do I? Yes, that's the Well, there's only so many songs that are I, know, I don't think there is a song that's similar in style to Soul to Squeeze. No, well, the reason it didn't make it on there is because it was one... One, one soft song. All right, Breaking the Girl. Oh, but that's brilliant. But what else are you going to cut on those parameters? You're not cutting under the bridge, not are you? Not going to lie, no. 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 So yes, it's breaking the girl, no, which I absolutely pains love. That pains me. But I've only, only cut and breaking the girl because you forced me into this Basically, ridiculous fictional corner. Yeah. No. Well, I apologise for that. Well, I apologise for starting this thing. It was a ridiculous thing to do. Yet we did it. It's done. It is done, and we're going to move Shout on to out to Boris Sanchez. By the way. Yeah. Thank you for representing us in the great. Place of Washington. Yeah, Washington DC. Mm. Detective Comics. Okay, let's make it. There we are, my brother, my brother soul, coming out of Let's Make Evil. And can I say this to you before we go any further? Please do. We are together again. It was so long, mate, when we were recording this uh, remotely. Terrible. Well, it wasn't terrible, it was just different. It was, was, compared to this, it was terrible. Yeah, well, but I'll say this, mate, I love you. Oh, I love you. It's so great to be back together. It's wonderful. Talking about the chilies. Listening to the chilies. Listening to Let's Make Evil. Yeah, I mean, if you said to me, you're going to be recording... If you said to me, when I first heard this song, this was the first song that I ever tried to learn to play on the drums. I can see that that shocked you. 
It's A. Shocks me. A1. Yeah. A1. <laughs> uh, it's but Chad's an absolute monster on this song. Yeah, he's incredible. You he, tried to learn to play this song on the drums. I know. This funny thing was, I was a friend of mine at the time lent me, gave me a drum kit, and I, we had it at, at our house in the bathroom. I don't know if you remember. I do. I think that was my friend's drum kit. No, it wasn't. It was my friend's. Can drum I just kit. mouth at you who I think that drum kit that was? Yeah. No. No. Well, certainly that man who I just mouthed his name at you, his yeah. drum kit was also by, down by your bedroom. Yeah, no. In that was, other bathroom? Yes. Right, that man's drum kit was also down there. No, well, not when this other drum kit was in there, because you could hardly fit one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> okay, so in that bathroom, strangely, across strangely, the years, there was two I different drum kits. I a single for... My friends. My friends, which this was on. Yes, it was. So, this, and I, and this song grabbed me. Because it is, a, it's... I mean, if we thought that Chad was good on the last one, oh, he's he is unbelievable. outrageous. If you just listen to the first 30 seconds of this song, like the intro beat, then seeks or segues mm. into a different beat on a different timing, mm. I think. Yeah. And then in the first 30 seconds, he's doing all sorts of roles. I think he's even thrown in a couple of flams. Hmm. Yeah, now, I'm not sure if they are flams, but I'm sure a flam is where you hit one after the other very quickly yeah it's it there's a lot going on and it get. I mean it's just powerful it, it's what I love about it is the just the flow of it there's you know you were doing those rolls as we were watching it it's kind of sort of breaking oh, the oh on, the, on the bridge in, yeah in, in the it's, way he's rolling along it's very breaking the girl-esque it's, it's brilliant and it's it, but it's powerful and it's also it's it's prominent it's not it's not the kind of drum beat you know the drum part in this song it's not going to get lost it's, it's there yeah it's right in your face it's a, it's a, it is a very good song. This, but it's too long. A, a, it's too long, and B, I think for me, I love a lot of what the Swan does, but some of it just is a little bit clunky. There's just some of the changes, some of the delivery, I'm not sure about. I think my problem. I think the Swan's great on this song, right? But. I think he's great. I think he's great on sp- specific parts. Yeah. Oh yeah. Look, I, I, let, let, let me say this. I think this song has one of the greatest choruses ever. Yeah. It's superb. Yeah. And, and the got swan your is exact style of high, high, you know, little bit of highness that you love. Yeah. And the swan, it's pure one hot minute swan on those on those yeah, choruses. Oh yeah. I mean, this song could not be more one hot minute if it tried. No, exactly. I was going to say it's very one hot minute, but that's to be expected. <laughs> yeah, of course it is. It, no, it is. But it didn't make the album. No. It's uh, interesting what did make. Well, I think after we talk about this, we'll just apply the same rules to this song yeah. to one hot minute as we yeah. did a minute ago. Yeah. To um, because this is a, a contender, surely. Well, I don't think it is, and the reason I, the reason I I wouldn't put it on the album is, as I say, I think it's just it's a little bit changeable, hmm. and some of the changes aren't necessarily as smooth as I think you need for a successful album track. So there's, you know, and the delivery from the Swan, although great at times, isn't great all the way through. Okay, I think what we've got here is a song of of basically three parts. Yeah, you've got the verse. I'll talk about the guitar for a second. You've got the verse riff, which I find to be uninspired and sludgy. Which is a problem. Yeah, because it's just, I think it's an open E to an F sharp on the, on the low E string. So it's... Yeah. 
and that is it's very Dave Navarro it got me going though it got my head my head rocking and the, yeah but it's it's not gonna get you up if you no. if you were sat down in a club because you know we're constantly going to clubs it is sludgy I'm pre-pandemic yeah, we were constantly yeah, nightclubbing yeah, yeah. say we were sat in a booth a private booth in a yeah, nightclub oh god as we were yeah. I mean frankly if this came on we probably would get up. Yeah, we'd probably get <laughs> we'd be so up. we'd be so yes. stunned that let's make evil. By the way, don't you yeah. a B side from? Hang on, this is this my... isn't Kane West. Yeah, Kanye. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't Lady Gaga. Yeah, I love this shit. Or other modern music. Exactly. I can't think of any more modern music. Um, well, I mean, certainly uh, Dave Derulo. <laughs> Uh, Jason Derulo. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it's not pronounced. You don't say it like that. Oh, you say, oh is it Jason? Yes, no, it's, it's Jason Derulo. Oh, it is, yeah, sorry, it is Jason. <laughs> yes, you just auto tune the surname. Um, Jason Derulo. <laughs> yes, pronounced Jason Derulo. Yeah. Uh, He's not even that modern. No. Christ, what's modern? Uh, the Venga Boys? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> the Venga Bus. Finally, some modern music. Crazy yeah. Frog. Crazy Town. Uh, well done, so. brilliant. That, well, well done. Well, 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 <laughs> yes, okay. So the verse. Modern music, Crazy Town, who released a a, a song with an, a Red Hot Chili Peppers inspired. Well, it wasn't. Red well, it wasn't inspired. inspired. It, it was, was Red Hot Chili Peppers. Peppers. <laughs> I mean, that was that was over twenty years ago. Oh, stuff it. Limp Bizkit. Exactly. That other one, Stained. Oh, that was a good song, though. It was, yeah. Um, well, we could, we could carry on I mean, naming, carry on naming bands, older music. Bands from the late 2000s. Yeah. Which even then was after your time, definitely, and probably after mine. Well, my time, as you know, was 1991. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem, and I just snorted, which yeah. is another no, problem. No, that's right. You shouldn't snort on a podcast. So you've got Uninspired Sludge for the verses. Yes. But, you know, I've put down it's a masterclass. I love a good shout-out. During, during intros there's a couple of good shouty bits here yeah um, oh yeah at, at, um, oh, there's another there's another uh, shout out very quickly into the song when um, uh, Chad does a drum roll quite early on yes oh, yeah. I do love people shouting at mic. I like people shouting in rooms that have microphones in whilst they're playing music that is a specific <laughs> really is yeah it's been fed here twice and actually yeah hey buddy I'm doing a podcast if you do the correct levels of research you can find a lot of examples of that there you can I've done I mean, it myself I mean we, I, we apart from playing music we're in a room with microphones <laughs> we could just, should, we, should we move away from the microphones and, and shout. start shouting yeah. well, we could do it oh, I would be, but you'd go mental I'd be living the dream yeah. I'd be living the dream let me talk about 38 seconds it's verse two, and it's where the swan does what I call classic one hot minute swan, where he delivers a line and he sounds like he's going to pop. Yeah. But he doesn't do that on other albums. No, no. It's just one hot minute, and it's so, so cool. Well, I think the thing is, the thing is with this particular style of delivery that you're referring to, is that you, you do kind of hear it on uh, Blood Sugar to, to some extent. But not not to the level that you're talking about, and then it gets refined even further. Okay. So you, it's still it is still visible in, on on later albums, but this this in its raw form was was only one hot minute era. Man about to burst. Man about town. Hmm. About to burst. A gent in LA. Yeah. <laughs> but also with that with that, there's a lovely level of gravel as well at times. Yeah. He's absolutely superb. Yeah. I love 
the Swans' voice in this era. He comes off Blood Sugar. The only the only problem I have with it slightly, and this is where I, I touched upon it earlier, with the with the quality of his delivery. Sometimes I just find it just a little bit out of place at times within the song. I think everything he does, every time he's doing... I, I love him all the way through the song. Yeah, well, and actually, what I said earlier, where I think I have a problem with the swan, I don't have a problem with the swan. No. I have a problem with the structure, with the musical structure of the verses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I agree with you on that. And, I, and I, I put an additional problem on just some of the swan's deliveries. It's not that I don't like it. I do. But it's just not quite right for an album track. When you're trying to appeal to the masses. Yeah, no, okay. Okay. I get that. What you do get here, though, as they release out of those swampy, sludgy verses is a chorus for the ages. Mm. And it's Navarro. It's pure one hot minute Navarro. Yeah. He is playing... He, it's power chords, but it's power chords combined... And here it's power chords played on the A string. So when you're playing power chords, you're going to either play them on the lowest string, which is E string, or you're going to play them on the second lowest string, which is the A string. By low, I mean the, the, the thickest strings. The thicker ones. Yeah. And these are these are played on on the uh, on the A string, and it goes into it is beautiful because I think he he comes in on an E, which is a lovely, lovely uh, power chord to play. Mm. But also combining the power chords with that classic Navarro sound, where he's playing the root, muting the fifth, and then playing the octave of the power chord. So you're talking. The my um, the my friends solo that where you have like a droney kind of sound yeah yeah and on these choruses he does that and it's ah oh, I love it I love that I love that sound the chorus itself is worthy of a place on the album yeah absolutely is but it wasn't to be who's doing the backing singing here then because I'm I'm trying to think of what other songs off one hot minute that backing singing sounds like and I cannot. I cannot place it. It could it could be a case of Flea, the Swan and Dave. I think it, conceivably. But I, I think there's more to it than that. It sounds fuller. Yeah, yeah, it's full. That, that, but that's what makes me think it may be all three of them. I'm not sure, because there were other backing singers on... Oh, um, there were, that's the thing. It's, it, it, I mean, it could have been any number of people. Well, we had... Uh, of course, we had Jimmy Boyle doing backing vocals on One Big Mob. Could've it doesn't, been, doesn't sound like... Doesn't could, sound like could have been Boyle. Uh, Lewis Matow, backing vocals on One Big Mob. Well, let's, let's just lay it out there to, to those people who are blessed with greater knowledge than that. Who did the backing singing for Let's Make Evil? Are you sure you don't want me to just to go through the Wikipedia thing and name all the backing singers from... Oh, you minute? have that information? Yeah, I'm not just making this up. Oh, you are one of them? Yes, I was there. But it's low, it's such a full and rich sound. It is. I apologise for that. No, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. It's, it's one of the best choruses I've, I've ever heard. Well, I mean, that is high praise indeed. I wouldn't necessarily go that far, but uh, I'm pleased you had. I love the way that you've got um, you've got a lovely trem picking bit uh, from Dave across verses three and four, where he. he, he it's a slow trempic. We've talked to mm. GTP before about what trempic is, Reset. where you play a note as a, a string or a note as quickly as possible. Mm. Here he kind of does it. He slides down like, which is nice. It's a one thirty eight actually timestamp for that slow trempic. 
And my question to myself is, if it's a slow trend pick, is it actually a trend pick, or are you just repeatedly playing the same note? Well, there must be a a line you cross. A a line drawn in the sand where you're trend picking. Is it wet sand? No. (laughs) (laughs) It could be, I suppose. Well, it's easier to draw a line in wet sand. certainly is. We've drawn numerous lines together as brothers in wet sand. If you draw a line in dry sand, it just sort of... Falls in on itself. Yeah. Very difficult. So, yes, it is wet sand. Fine. Because <laughs> I, I was thinking about what I was going to say next. Mm. So when you said wet sand, mm, I didn't... I didn't. Oh, you didn't, oh, you didn't make the link? No. <laughs> a bit like when I didn't make the link when you were reading out all those backing singers who were on the side. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we'll say great we're, stuff. We're thinking on the job here, aren't we? Yeah, it? absolutely. We're making this up as we go. Yeah. The bridge, I like the bridge here. Under the bridge? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> And Bridge Over Troubled Water for our, our Simon and Garfunkel yeah, podcast, of course. Which is, of course, mm. called Podfunkel and Simon. <laughs> or Garfunkel and Garfunkel. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Simon, Simon and Podfunkel. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, he's gone into the deep, the deep, the deep repeater. Oh, he's gone. <laughs> We'll have to call it Simon and Podfunkel, though. Yeah, we will. Uh, so. Oh, my God. That's great. Okay, so the bridge here on Let's Make Evil, by the way, Dr. Chili Peppers. Yeah. I really like it when it appears here. The problem with it is it appears twice. Yes. Again, it's keeping the risk going. They, it's, it's very, very funky. The Swan has got that distorted megaphone sound, which, again, which is very, loves, very one-hot yeah, minute. It's, I, it's I, very, I whether he got a megaphone for his birthday in 1995, but... He, uh, he certainly liked to get it out. All Christmas, dear Santa Claus. Please can I have a megaphone? I'm in the red or chilli peppers. I want to shout loudly on <laughs> transcending. Yeah. Um, so it's that transcending sound at the end. You know, fuck f- the green machine, fuck magazines. Yeah, he might have had a sponsorship deal with Megaphone. Yeah, I mean, is that the company or is Megaphone like Tannoy and Hoover? Yeah, exactly, I don't know. Megaphone. <laughs> megaphone.com. <laughs> megaphone. Uh, dot, dot H-O- Brackets AF. Uh, Hollywood Africa. There you go. Uh, All over it. Fantastic stuff. There's a fly in there, isn't there? Yes, there is. Uh, well, it's a tribute to the cover of I'm With You. <laughs> yeah, I wish it If only it was a sit down on a little yeah, pill. You know, I'm all for that kind of thing, but wait, I'd, like to, I'd like to invite the fly to the, to the Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Is it, the, is it the very fly? Have we got a little pill? We can scent it. Maybe just put, go and get a paracetamol. Yeah, put some, just sound. put a little grain of sugar on it. Yeah. Okay, I've got Let's that Make Evil. Last, last verses. Yeah, there's some lo- that would be a fantastic thing to put on yeah, Instagram, for example. On the last verses, Dave's playing some Unison Benz. All nice. Chad does a little drum solo at 3 minutes 10. We touched upon it earlier. Chad shines throughout the song. And it's very unusual to, for a, a drummer to be shining like a beacon of joy. And then also to be given the opportunity to do a miniature drum solo in the middle of a song. Yeah, it's very strange. Love it. But uh, this is, again, a very one-hot minute because you can barely hear Flea for the whole song. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, at the end, when the bridge, when the bridge breaks out, sorry, when the bridges break out, he's very prominent in the mix. Mm. And I just thought, oh, it's nice to hear Flea. Thank fuck Flea's turned up. Mm, thank, I put, uh, thank Flea. Thank Flea. Fuck's turned up. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> no, we won't. No. Uh, okay, so what are you taking off one hot minute to put this on? Oh, 
Oh, mother. Or to put on this, sorry. Um, I can give you the track listing if you want. Yeah, just run through it because it just it helps. I mean, I think we're going to be... Okay. Mm, I don't want to take that off. Sorry, I'm just thinking. Whooped. No, really can't take that. Well, you can't, can't answer can't yet. Can't open with... with uh, <laughs> okay. Let me go through it and then we'll talk about it. Okay. Warped aeroplane, deep kick, my friend's coffee shop, pee, one big mob, walkabout, tearjerker, one hot minute, falling into grace, shall I be thy game transcending? Even as I go no, through that, even as I go through those songs, I'm thinking we should redo one hot minute. Yeah, no, we're definitely going to do that. Oh, I can't wait to talk about all Please of those songs. Please tweet in if mm. you want us to redo. We, we've done this before. Right? Yes, we have. Yeah. Don't bother. Don't bother. We're going to do it. Don't bother because. You really didn't before. Oh, my. <laughs> so why would you start now? Yeah, I do bother. But don't. No. No, please do not. If we get any tweets asking us to redo one hot minute, we, we we'll won't do it. We'll reject yeah. them immediately. We won't do it. We'll close down the whole podcast. And if you tweet in yeah. that you want us to do one hot minute again just so we close down the whole podcast, then shame on you. Well, no, but if you do that, then we won't shut the podcast. No. <laughs> <laughs> so it's quite complex. Uh, yeah. So it's just com- save yourself yeah, a bit of time. Just, don't it, tweet in. Yeah, just please. Yeah. <laughs> for everyone. Okay, so you've picked a song. I have, yeah. Uh, uh, yes, I have, yeah. Okay, well, and you can't pick P is the caveat. Yeah, no, I don't want to pick P. I like P. More than Let's Make Evil? No, probably more than... Thing is, when we did it, we both really enjoyed Shallow Be Thy Game, which I think is what you're going to go for. Ah. So, what are you going to go for? You are some kind of... Magi or Magi. Yeah, it's going to be Shallow Be Thy Game for me. Thing is, that's actually quite good. And you had the single for that as well. Yes, I did. And I, I never... It's a song that never took me. It never took me by the balls. Well, no, it didn't. Because it... it... It never took me by the balls either. But when we did that re-listen, and since I've listened to it on an ongoing basis since then... Yeah. yeah, no. it, it does. Yeah, oh, it does. Yeah. I'll tell you what I'm going to take off. Please do. But it's always the same for me, really. Wait, can I take off P? Mm-mm. No. Um, okay, well... Yeah, mate, the words, it's fa- them. Yeah, it's falling into grace, then. Oh, mate. The thing is, the reason I chose Shallow Be Their Game is because it's more akin to Let's Make Evil. You've chosen Shallow Be Their Game. Uh, no, you've chosen Falling Into Grace. I don't know why you enforce these rules on yourself that you have to take a song off that I'm seems to match to keep the other song. The personality of the album intact. Fine, in that case, I'll take off Shallow Be Their Game. Fine. I'm taking off P. You can. Next one. Zooming, zooming out of Millionaires Against Hunger. Mm, yeah. Taste the Pain, B-side, and I'm sure we will talk about Taste the Pain at some point. Oh, my God, I hope so. I absolutely adore Taste the Pain. He adores Taste the Pain, this one. Taste the Pain is one of my favourite Red Hot Chili Pepper songs. It certainly is. So, just the, even the mention of it makes me quiver with excitement. Oh, quiver. What a great swan word. Sounds like sex rap. Well... I don't like to uh, allude to that kind of thing. But? <laughs> but I think I may have done. You certainly did. 
schism. Schism, yes, indeed. Etc. Yeah. So, Freaky Style, this was the crossover period. You've got Hillel's first album, Chris Martinez's last album. Hmm. What a disco poppy drum sound that is from Cliff at the beginning. It's outrageously how disco that sounds. It, it is. It, I, I like the overall sound. Hmm. Um, I do too. I think it, it's... What, the overall drum sound? Or the overall sound no, the of the song? the overall drum sound and the overall sound of the song. I've got, I've got no real problem with the production here. No, nor have I. I mean, that's we're both agreed. It's not that we both completely agree on something. No, well, are you completely agreeing with me? Yes. Yeah, I mean, I actually think it sounds a, a bit more modern, or a, it sounds more modern than other songs on Freaky Styley. And this yeah. wasn't sounds like, this wasn't sounds on Freaky Styley than, than other songs taken from the same era. Yes, we must say this isn't on Freaky Styley. It's no. a Freaky Styley recorded era song yes. that was later released as a B side on on Taste of Pain. And I, I adore Taste of Pain. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> we mustn't get too deep into Taste of Pain okay, here. Fine. You certainly like Taste of Pain a lot more than I like Taste of Pain. Oh, man, are you telling me you don't like Taste of Pain? I'm telling you I like Taste of Pain, but I don't adore it. It doesn't make you quiver. Schism. <laughs> First line, you, you know, with many years. That's very never mind, like, with, with a red yeah. heart. Yeah, yeah, it is. Which is and also I, Freaky Styley era song. Although I like that. Well, it's not Freaky Styley era song, I'm sorry. It's on Freaky Styley, but carry on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, li- I like that section. It's, probably, it's a bit jolting. That's my least favourite section. Mm, yeah. I like Hillel's... Again, this is the th- third song in a row we can talk about a guitarist. And it's the third guitarist in three songs mm. that is playing some really cool funk where they're keeping that wrist going. Because yeah. you can hear that from Hillel. I love the tone of the guitar for the verses. It's just biting. It's just cutting through. It's just breaking up enough yeah. to give it a little bit of edge. And you can hear he's he's muting stuff out. I think at twenty three. I have to say I think at twenty three seconds and thirty one seconds. I know. <laughs> you know for a fact, I know for a goddamn fact that on Venture Joe's list of Red Hot Chili Peppers B sides, mm. which Millionaires Against Hunger appears upon, I know for a fact at twenty three seconds thirty one seconds you can hear those those muted notes where he keeps strumming. And it gives it that beautiful, beautiful funk sound. And it gives it the propulsive nature as well, because yeah, it keeps yeah. going. It drives it forward, and it, it also enables the swan to rap in that, you know, to keep this rap going. Mm. It's, as, you, as you've sort of brought to my attention in the last few weeks, that is a quality of, of guitar playing that really is so important. And it, it's something that, unless you're listening out for it, unless you know to listen... It goes unnoticed, but, but it's, it's crucial. It's crucial to this kind of sound. And even on slower funk, funky stuff, like if you have to ask, you'll hear that John is still playing yeah. all of the time. Yeah. That wrist is still going. Yeah. But it's just muting out when you don't want the notes to ring out. Yeah. It's a brilliant way of playing the guitar. Mute out. Ring out. If you don't want to ring out. Hmm. Or ring out if, if you, you don't, don't want to mute, mute out. Yeah. It is, it's the, you know, there's... It's caused conflict. You've got the ringers and you've got the muters. Mm. And uh, throughout the years, throughout the centuries, you've had those historical wars between the muters and the ringers. Yeah, oh, of course. The well, the the hundred years of uh, the hundred years war was very famous, but the less famous war was, of course, the ninety nine year war, which was between the muters and the ringers. True. It doesn't get reported as much. It doesn't because it's false. It's well, a it lie. Well. No, and it's completely untrue. Oh, it is made up. Yes, it? it's a- it's absolutely a lie. 
And it, so just in case people are taking all of this podcast as a historical fact. That is a fallacy. Hmm. It's a fallacy and a lie. And we and won't... A lie is a lie. Yeah, a lie is a lie. Is a lie. What's your favourite Beatles album? The best of the Beatles. <laughs> what, are they made, what are those rooms made of, Susan? Oh, I don't know. You say gold. Oh, gold. Well, roll gold. Oh, you'll be on me now. Oh, uh... uh Oh, no, I'm thinking of the wrong bit, that's why. You're thinking of the chocolate orange, the Valentine's Day, aren't you? I was thinking of the wrong bit of the Valentine's Day episode. It's gone tits up here. Now, hang on. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> As we come out of watching uh, her whole Alan Partridge scene, the Valentine's Day episode, Alan Attraction from uh, I'm Alan Partridge. Oh, mate. Uh, so it is. Alan, did you. Uh, ben, did you send the Sophie Valentine's card? <laughs> I'm not at liberty to say. You know, the fact that you made that jokey remark doesn't necessarily mean that he sent you the Valentine's card. Did you send it, Alan? No. I sent you a chocolate orange, but I had the decency to admit it. Oh, come on, Alan. It's just a bit of fun. A lie is a lie. <laughs> And it's that line. That's the incredible thing about Partridge. That one line at the end of a, an entirely brilliant scene. Yeah. That sticks in the mind. Yeah. Although it's many, the one of many, one of many points in that scene. A lie is a lie. A lie is. A and lie. then he kind of oh, just just that little it's facial just, movement. He's reading something. He's casual, he's, it, but it's that tra- that seamless transition between him stood at the. At the, at the counter, and then leaning, leaning back, casually yeah. reading a paper, which he's just amazing. Great stuff. Oh, Partridge, we love you. We love anyone who loves Partridge, and we love anyone who doesn't love Partridge. Why? Are, I mean, why did we start talking about Partridge? I don't know what happened. I mean, because we, we're us, but... Yes. I mean, there are, there are Partridge podcasts, so we we couldn't... Uh, well, that Should we get nah. in touch with them? No. Well, maybe. What, what are they called? I can't remember. Knowing me, knowing Pod. Knowing Pod, knowing you. <laughs> I'm Alan Pod. I'm Pod Patrick. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and all the rest. But Millionaires Gets Hunger by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. A B-side from Taste of Pain, recorded during the Freaky Styly era. Yes. Sounds great. I mean, it, it's actually just such a funky little track. Well, this is what we were talking about before we got into the Partridge. It's that lovely Hillel guitar work where he's keeping that rhythmic funk going. Yes. But also, you've got a real lightness of touch from Flea here, who's, play, who's doing his classic slap and pop style. Mm. But it's very, very bouncy. Mm. Quite often, Flea's a really heavy, hard, aggressive yes. player. Yes. Not the case here. This this slap and pop style is really is bouncy. Yeah, it's energetic. It gives it that lighter feel. And what's really cool about this is, as it goes into the chorus, he changes the style and starts playing chords. So the bass goes heavier, but the guitar maintains or even goes slightly lighter. So the whole thing keeps the mm. rhythm and the groove going. But there's a real juxtaposition here between Fleet's playing of that light slap and pop. And that slightly heavier chord bass playing. There's a phalanx of sounds, if you will. Oh, God, that's twice. Yeah, well, I read a dictionary earlier. Yeah, did you? Yeah, I was on PH. What does it mean, man? A range. Okay, fine. Okay, I'll, bring, I'll, I'll use it later. You use it later, yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah, and 
is it worth making a note of the fact that this song is, you know, seems to be making a a, a particular point and sending a, a, a pertinent message? Well, it sounds to me like it's two millionaires talking back and forth. One saying that he is rich and not going to do anything to change the situation, and then the swan talking back to the swan with the other character saying, well, actually, I'm also a millionaire, but I am going to do something to change it. And it's noticeable the fact that character A, the mean millionaire, gets much shorter shrift in this song. And it is that era. It's 1985. It's Live Aid. It's where millionaires were... Getting green. It was, yeah. But, what, what? but, but, but here's what was happening in 85. It was... It was peop- it was musicians raising money through those kind of concerts. Yeah, yeah. But what concerns me is that we are now in two thousand and twenty-one. Yeah. And nothing oh, nothing's changed. changed. No. Well, you can you can raise however many millions they raised. Yeah. To 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 try and affect that situation, but it's not going to change. I think it's a. Well it's not going to change the world. That, that there's enough money in the world to easily eradicate poverty and. Yeah, it's just it's just spread out to the. It's it top heavy, happen, isn't it? It could be done. Uh, unfortunately, the reality is that it couldn't happen and it couldn't be done. And it still can't be and it will never be. So you're saying if you took X and shared it between everyone in the whole world, you'll get Y? Yes. Well, I've got a, on the same kind of point, but completely less serious. Mm-hmm, sure. Because of the Friends reunion that happened this week. Just, just yesterday. I've heard... A fact about friends, which I'll share with you, and I'll ask you to guess the answer. Please do. If all of the episodes of Friends had ever been watched by any person on telly, I don't know how they worked this out, had been shared between the entirety of every individual in the world... Right. ...in the world... Mm. On this planet Earth. How many episodes of Friends would each individual on or in the Earth have watched? Okay. So, so, everyone in America, in all of those countries... Everybody country- on Earth has seen a particular number of episodes based on the fact that the number that has... Been all of the episodes that people have actually watched. Year. So, divide that by the number of people in the world. Yeah. I don't know how many people there are on Earth. I'm assuming it's around... X. Two billion. Yeah, okay. Well, who knows, but carry on. Um, so, let's say there's two billion people on Earth. And they've all watched a particular number of Friends episodes. Five? No, you won't believe it. It's 13. Okay, so I was on the right track. Well, I suppose, but it just goes to show how many people have watched Friends. Well, yes, Friends is not, not only was Friends extremely popular, it continues to be extremely popular, and it also continues to be readily available on a daily basis. These, these low rent channels that basically show friends all the Just time. pump out friends. Yeah, friends. More for. I'm looking at you. Yeah. yeah, whoever it may be, friends is still e a cash four. cow. Still a cash cow. Everything, it's just Channel 4, really, isn't it? Yeah. Right, and there's others. Okay, so the guitar solo on this song. What did you make of that? I like it. You know, I think it fits. I think it's it's... It's funky. It's light. It, the whole, the whole. I like the whole feel of the song, and there's not really any section of the song that I don't, I don't enjoy. I agree. It's funky and it's light, and why I like it is because 
while you've got such a, propul- uh, such a propulsive thing happening underlying the solo, mm. it's quite nice to have a solo where not much is happening. Yeah, yeah. It works really well. Yes, yeah, I would agree with that. The Switcher 240 is absolutely killer. Now, the drums haven't changed much so far here on this song, but as, as you get to this point, it, it really cleans the hi-hat up here. It's been an open hi-hat. It's a really lovely, slippery riff from Hillel. So when you get back to that main riff and you come out and you get a little mini solo again, it gives it another groove and it carries on. But that's when the song actually winds down. And it winds down really quickly. Yeah, it winds down almost too quickly for me. It almost feels like it's about to jump to a new level. Something else is about to happen. Yeah, and then... And then, and then bang, it's winding. Yeah, down. And I'm kind of, don't wind me, hmm. down. I want to be wound up. Yeah. So, brilliant. So there, you've quoted two bands. The Beatles. Uh, wind me up. Well, that's extreme. Yeah. But the Beatles did a song called Don't Bring Me Down. Don't. Don't. Oh, yeah. Don't, don't bring don't. me down. It's not Don't Bring Me Down, is it? It's Don't X Me Down. Yeah, fine. Yeah, anyway, whatever. And then extreme, don't wind me up. Uh, well, do wind me do, up. <laughs> do wind me up. <laughs> Off extreme, extreme. Great song. I mean, extreme, extreme's a good album. It is. So, Millionaires Against Hunger. Let's take the three songs we've listened to so far tonight. We've listened to Sick Me and Eco. Yes. We've listened to Let's Make Evil and we've listened to Millionaires Against Hunger. Where, where are they stacking up for you? For me, the stack stacks like this. Okay. Where are you starting? Top or the bottom? But the bottom. Is it Millionaires Against Hunger <laughs> propping it up? It is, but only on the basis that I think it's the worst song. Okay. That's fair. Um... You know, and I think that, that is, you know, the only way I could have come Truth to, to power. Brother speaks truth to power. Truth to power. Second, the, se- the, the, the filling in this particular sandwich, if you will. This song sandwich. Is Sick and Eco. Go on. And therefore the top slice, emblazoned with a slice of top cheese. Go on. Grilled. Grilled. Lovely. Thank you very much, is Let's Make Evil. Well done, Let's Make Evil. I will go through my list. It's exactly the same as yours. <laughs> okay. Who would have thought that Let's Make Evil would have beaten Sikamikiniko? Uh, well, I would have. Yeah. So, let's move on to Fellas Cock. He, he might, you might pronounce it feeder, I don't know. Can you bring your microphone a bit closer to me? <laughs> of course. Coming out there, fella's cock, you might pronounce it feeder, of course. You might do. I mean, of course, fella in our country, uh, this country that we live in. This, this scepted isle. Uh, is another word for man. Yeah, a fella. A fella. Or a fellow. Fellow is short, fella is short for fellow. Yes. Um, Fellows cock, of course. It's short for knob. Is, well, is, yes, it's another word. For well, it's not short, it's exactly it's, the same. Uh, it means penis. Hmm. So, is this about... A man's penis? Yes. No. Well, conceivably. Conceivably, it may have been, but in fact, it isn't, Ben. What's it about? It's about... Oh, Sammy boy. It... I, I WhatsApped Sam and said, can you do some research on fellow cutie? And it, it, yes. could, it could be pronounced cutie. He might, he might be called Fellow Cutie. 
I took that ab- upon myself to and, do some research. And I've got a question for you. Mm. What research did your wife do? No, and can- I didn't employ my wife this time. In fact, I wasted no paper. Wow. Kept it all digital. Yes. You're, you you love the environment. It was a Nigerian musician uh, who was extremely successful from 1969 onwards. Carry on. <laughs> and... Obviously had a huge influence across the world, but particularly in in the area of African music and uh, Afrobeat, as we've come to, to know it. Um, a tremendously influential musician, sadly no longer with us. Gone. Um, but someone who obviously has had an influence on the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And this song in particular was their dedication to him. So explain to me why it's called Fellas Cock. I don't know exactly why that's the case, but presumably you do. No. No, because no, I, I trusted you entirely to do this research. Oh, no. Well, I didn't go that deep. I no. just did a little bit of research on Fella. Okay. So we hope you enjoyed that research on Fella. If indeed that's how you pronounce his name. Yes. Exactly. Never heard it said um, out loud. What a song. Well, if you like listening to the same thing over and over again, it's a belter. I am a, a musician, and if I can call myself that, I think it's a, a possibly I'm taking liberties, but uh, I don't mind doing that now. Uh, I'm someone who, once I get into a groove, I love it, I enjoy it, I smile, and I feel the nuances of each round, if you know what I mean. Well, again, that's another Neil Diamond song. But I do know what you mean, and... Well, we danced together there for the whole five minutes, plus, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. And we were making... Well, previously on uh, Millionaires Against Hunger, we were making robot shapes, which which nods to the disco feel of that song at once, the beginning. Once you get into a, a groove, it's it's just enjoyable. And this is good. a groove. This is a yeah, pure groove because uh, what root, what roots this is that flea bassline combined with that John. Mm. Uh, what they're doing here on Fellas Cock for that, I call it the cooler shaker section. Mm. Because it reminds me of Tatvar by Cool Shaker. Yes, I think that's a very good analogy. Comparison. Mm. So you've got John going, basically playing one muted note over and over again. And you've got Flea, who just plays a rising and falling bass line. It's quite hypnotic. That's great. Basically, this song is made up of great parts. Yeah. Which carry on for ages well and Chad's doing it as well remember yeah I mean he's hammering away there it's so good like his snare has been tightened even more it sounds to me yeah and I think there's times here when he's also playing a snare that is had the um, the spring taken completely off yeah yeah you're possibly right yeah and that could be a nod to to that African sound I think they're they're trying to achieve something a bit different Um, it's It's, it's good drum sound isn't it listen I said it a moment ago. I've got no problem with getting locked into a really enjoyable groove. And sometimes there's no place for, you know, a vocal a vocal line. There's, do you think there is? I was going to say my question for you is, is this a song? Could this be a blood sugar sex song with a vocal over the top? The thing is... The Could only- you break it down so it wasn't 20 minutes long and put that riff and that cool underlying groove a bit like 
say Let's Make Evil, which we just heard, yeah. that had a repetitive verse. Yeah. So that intro, diddly, 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 and then that funky chorus where John's playing what is a great, great um, kind is. of bit of lead guitar. Is is there a song here? Well, my my feeling on this is a. I One. don't think a vocal line would add to it necessarily. But more importantly for me, the, the the nature of African music and the nature of the way they write music is quite often without um, a vocalist. So a lot of it is just instrumental. You know, it's that kind of tribal feel. So I wonder whether that was done purposely. I don't. I don't think... Anthony could have done anything to improve this, really. Apart from, you know, my my own personal vocal vocalization of this is You know, should he have done that? He probably was. Mm. Well, um, maybe he was so seamlessly integrated. Yeah, exactly. He was doing it. Or maybe he was vocalizing the drums, beatboxing drums. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Chad actually wasn't there. He was doing. Crush, so this is a cha- yeah. He was he was doing his art exhibitions, and the Swan was the doing the beatboxing the drums. That that beat. Now that Finally. is a little known fact about Fellows Cock. One that I did find out during my research. You tell me I don't do research, mate. Yeah, you found out that Chad the Smith. I found out something that no one ever knew. Chad the Smith was not even on this he track. Wasn't there. No. And if he wants to dispute that, he's welcome to come on. Please, he's please. been busy in the last few de- few, few days, by the way. Go on. We haven't seen him. No, or we never. He's been doing interviews about the new album. Yeah, is it is it is it coming out? Is it nearly finished? Who knows? It's nearly done, basically. Oh, yeah. Fuck's sake! Um, well, no, what, what's, why are you upset about that? I just want it to be done. Oh right, fine. Uh, yeah, it's been too long. How long do they need to record an album? Oh, come on, mate. I recorded Out of the Blue with Insidious in two days. Stay calm, Ben. I'm getting over excited, yeah. You're getting over trying to get Chad on it. Yeah, and I went back to Sound on Sound Studios in Southampton, and I recorded the EP loaded in one day. Yeah, yeah, you did. Um, but success-wise... Oh, they're much more successful. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I can't deny that. No. Uh, so they're, they're massive. They, they probably have earned the right to take their time if they want to. Yeah, I suppose. But, you know, we would... I know if Chad came on, you'd, you'd be a bit calmer. Would I be, though? <laughs> I, I, this is the concern. Yeah, yeah. he's a live wire. <laughs> Who, me or Chad? You. Ah. Well, you can be a live wire yourself. I know, but in this instance, you appear to be. Well, I just got a bit annoyed by the, the length of time it takes to record an album. Mm. That, that's all that, that wound me up. That got you there. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, no, fair enough. Because as, as I just explained, it's mm. doable to record a 12-track album, a 12 track album hey, in listen, two days. I've recorded albums in no time at all. Yeah. But you, have you? Primarily because I haven't recorded no, any albums. No, but I'm telling you it's doable. I will promise you the mix will not be satisfactory. Mm. Oh, the quality will be terrible. The mastering will be dubious. If you swear during one of the songs, the guy who's recording it will tell you that you can't perform that song again because of the swearing. And you have to live with that. And you that have must, to live with that forevermore. That's yeah. what will be on the, yeah. on the uh, EP. But Fellas Cork. Yes, of course. Uh, brilliant stuff. What I love yeah. about that John Frusciante, uh, that fantastic line, is again, it's that four song in a row where he's keeping the rhythm going. You can hear the muted strings. Mm. But it's just where Fle- it dies out. Flea, Flea dies out there. Uh, the bass dies out. And then it comes back in with a little lead line coming back in as Flea covers that, that lead. That, 
a bass lead line it's coming in to cover it. It's Little Philip. It's Little it? Philip lead work again, but this time by Flea. Just coming in as and when he's recording. Listen to, as John starts playing that lead line, Flea drops out and there's a lovely bit of bass as he comes back in and covers John. It's, it's absolutely fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And... That, that, that's one of the reasons why I just love to hear anything and everything from, from this era. I oh, yeah, 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 It's just, let's just listen to it. Let's soak ourselves soak in the blood in sugar sex magic can, area. Because it's gone. Yeah. What's there is there. There is nothing more to be added. No. Well, maybe there is, of course. There is, there is speculation of, of one more song, but it's just wonderful, isn't it? it it's... It's that era. I love just seeing pictures from that era. Yeah. yeah. Um, anything at all, I'll take. I love it. It, it is for me the golden, the those golden years. Um, not to say that I don't enjoy, you know, obviously enjoy other eras. Of course I do, but just to to be able to immerse yourself in. 1991. Mm. It's your year, man. I mean, oh, you must love it. I'm a man of 1991. Yes, I do love this. This is. A fantastic piece of work from Chili's. Honestly, am I going to listen to this much in the future? Probably no, but not. If it came on, that's the that's the point. If it came on and you went, oh yeah, it's just another example, mate. It's of, cock. Yeah, it's another example of do this in three minutes. Yeah, don't yeah, make me listen to it for five minutes. But that's what that's why I feel slightly differently about instrumentals because it's it's you can dip in and out of an instrumental, can't you? You can turn it on, you can turn it off. And I don't want to. I well, I'll say it, I said it earlier. I'll say it now. When I'm deep in, like on the cajon on a groove, I can play it for, for hours. Yes, that's fine because you're doing it. The question is, when you're deep on the groove on the cajon, would anybody else want to listen to it? Just do I don't, fa- damn it, I don't care. That's no, I know point. you don't care, and they clearly don't care. They've at least refined it to five minutes. Yes, but and this sounds like this could be a one taker. Um. Uh, nice bongos as well, by the way. Yeah, yeah on, on this great. tune, I could do that. So it's not a one taker. There, there are overdubs. Who's your favourite bongo player? Obviously, um, Neil Diamond's bongo player. I've written down King Erickson. King Erickson. Yeah. What a bongo player! He's a wonderful bongo player. He inspired you to take up the bongos. Well, if I had to say anyone inspired me to take up the bongos, I suppose it would be him, but it wasn't. Well, who was that? I don't know. I just kind of did it myself. Did he or did he not inspire you to take up the bongos? And I will need to say yes to this question. He did, yeah. Good. Yeah. Uh, but we don't need five minutes of Ferris Cock, do we? No, we don't need five minutes, but I think four minutes would be acceptable. I'll give you 3.45. Okay, if we're quibbling, I'll take 350. 3.47 and a half. 3.50. Done. Deal. As we come out of search and destroy, motherfucker, uh, I think we have diametrically opposed positions on this song. Well, your view? I, I loved it. You didn't stop dancing. I was like a man possessed. You haven't stopped dancing yet, which was a song by someone that I can't remember. I think that is a fairly look. 
It's I, I don't like the original, and that is pretty much a waste of space for me. I think that's a great sound from the early 90s. The Swan sounds great, not perfect, but great. There's fucking great work from John. Yeah, I like the last 30 seconds where he starts playing lead yeah. and does repeated that unison classic, bends. Classic combination of that boom, 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 and John playing over the top. Yeah, the drums and the guitar. Yeah, yes, yeah, that classic combination. Um, it, I love it. it. i tell you what it reminds me of. I've been to see Pearl Jam on a number of occasions. Hmm. And when they sort of wind up their shows, they, they do it like this. They play songs that really come to the fore and come to a, a, an ultimate crescendo. That reminded me of just being all over the world listening to Pearl Jam. I loved it. Which you have done. I have done that, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. I, I just think it's great. I think, I think the Swan again. He, he shines here. It's not. It's not by. It's by no means a perfect vocal delivery, but I just think it shows his raw energy and his enthusiasm, which I think has got him a long way over the years. But particularly, um, you know, in the Blood Sugar era, he had that perfect combination of raw energy, raw enthusiasm, and. A, a sort of blossoming ability. I love what you've just said. Let's take it to the maximum, brother, because this, you just said the word raw twice. This was off the album Raw Power. That's, oh, that's absolutely right. So c- go to your research. Great. I WhatsApped you and said, please do something. Great was, it, was this you or your wife? No, this was me. Yes, and it's also hope, hope, but was it Hyperbole? Search, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Search and Destroy is a song by the American rock band The Stooges. Iggy Pop and The Stooges. That's right. Yes. Now, we know that lead singer Iggy Pop said that the title was derived from a column heading in the Time article about the Vietnam War. You've read the exact same Wikipedia, haven't <laughs> you, that I've read? Yes, exactly that. Have you got the year? Did you say 73? Uh, 1973. Yes. Yes, the early 70s when it was all going on. Oh, it kicked off. You know what they say about the the late uh, about the sixties, the swinging sixties. Anything that you think happened in the sixties almost certainly happened in nineteen seventy one. Ooh, really? Yeah, what about the entirety of the Beatles' career? Uh, that Which... happened in nineteen seventy one. Oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah. That's a lie. We're gonna. I bet the um, Beatles podcast will pick us up on a that. A lie is a lie. Mm. Well, we're going to be on with them soon, so uh, we can we can talk about that. Oh, I'd like to talk about. Um, any number of Beatles songs, certainly Blackbird. Yes, I'd like to talk about the Beatles. <laughs> What's your favourite Beatles album? <laughs> yeah, we can go into detail about the best of the Beatles. Right? Oh my God, imagine if they What's said... What's your favourite song on the best of the Beatles? Oh, in my life. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Imagine if we went on the Beatles podcast and they said, What's your favourite Beatles album? And we said, Hmm, tough one. Well, I think they'll appreciate that. They must be aware of that. The best of the in Beatles. In 2004, Rolling Stone ranked Search and Destroy at number... What in the list of 500 greatest songs of all time? I'm staggered it came in the top 500. It did. I would put it in the top 50 hundred. I'd put it in the top 560. Hmm. That's just me. Yeah, that's fair enough. <sighs> oh, mate. It's, it's, it's of that era, so you're, it's... No, I think you're, you're right to classify it as, as upper echelon. Okay, I am. I mean lower echelon. Which I am. Yeah. 473? Wow. 
Go on. That's a good guess. Oh, I'm going to give it to you. It was 468. Ooh, five off out of 500. Yeah, but I did tell you it was upper echelon slash lower echelon. You said it was upper echelon. Yeah, but is it upper echelon or lower echelon? It's lower echelon. Lower echelon, yeah. But five off, mate. Come on. No, decent, decent, decent. Um, but it's but a terrible you've read this article, like, you No, know. I didn't go that deep because I remembered that. Oh, you didn't go into this. I remembered paragraph. that I had. Because <laughs> <Yeah, yeah. laughs> I remembered I'd asked you to do it. You slash Anna. Now it's off the album Raw Power, which I have written down. Mm. Then I got. Then I remembered that GNR covered the song Raw Power on Spaghetti Instant, which was off the same album. Yes, indeed. Yes, they did. Or should we say the Spaghetti Instant? Yes. What's your favourite song on the Spaghetti Incident? Ain't It Fun by Million Million Miles. Mine is actually the bonus track, Look At Your Game. Look At Your Game, girl? Yeah. I find that very difficult to believe. That's the truth. Okay, well, we move past that for obvious reasons. Well, I'm not trying to promote anything. No, and we won't talk about it for, yeah, for obvious fine. reasons. We've moved on. Yeah, we've moved on. This is, the, this is not... But the Ain't It Fun? If you haven't heard that by GNR, oh, check yeah. it out. Also, Ain't um... Ain't It Fun? Yeah. When you know that you're gonna die. Young. <laughs> I mean, it's not that. Oh, it is. No, Ain't it's, It Fun? Yeah, it is. That's yeah, exactly the... There is the a fact. tune to it, though. Yeah. Ain't It Fun when she tells you... You're just, just a, a... But we can't say no, it. We can't possibly say no. it. You're just a chocolate orange. Yeah. <laughs> Available from Warnison's, by the way. Yeah. Uh, so... <laughs> uh, yeah, but let's show you such magic. This feels to me like... And by this, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> search and destroy yeah. by the Little Chili Peppers. Yeah. yeah, please tell me what you feel about this. It's knocked off I quick. What? It's a couple of passes to me. Because it sounds like a one-taker from the Swan. Yeah, oh, it must be, it must be, because at times it's fantastic, at times it's... Yeah, not so good. It's pure rope. But it's also... I, I, I immediately thought this was a one-taker, and in the past, when I've... I'll be honest, mate. It's yeah, very, please. very... Yeah, TBH. It's very rare that I've listened to this to the end, because I don't like the Stooges' version of the song. No. And by their version of the song, the song. No, primarily... And I don't is... like this take, because I think it's a poor song. But when you get to the end, the last 30 seconds are great because you've got John mm. on the lead guitar, mm. those unison bends. It, yeah. It, 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 yes, okay, it is what it is recorded. Live, it's a it's a totally different category for me. Live, it, it rocks. No. It always does. Are you telling me, if I go to Chili's gig, and this is gonna, they've played a 14-minute version of this song live, and... If I'm going to a Chili's gig, do I want to see them fucking wank about on Search and Destroy mm-hmm. for 14 minutes? Yeah. Or do I want to see them play, hang on, 3, 6, 9, 12, or 4, 8, 12, 16, three other songs, three better songs they've written? No, 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 no. That's not your choice. No, I know it's not my choice. No, no, but, no, the, but the, I don't the, think... The choice no. is this. The choice is this. You've got Search and Destroy or the same song three times. Fine. If it's a better song than Search and Destroy, it's cool. Imagine if they play Funky Monks three times in a row. Brilliant. Well, then you'd give them grief for playing the same song. No, three I wouldn't. Times in a row. If they yes, said, no, I wouldn't. You'd be like, no, oh, I, no, 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 no. If they prefaced it by saying, we can either play Search and Destroy for 40 yeah. minutes or play Funky Monks three times, I'd be well on board. In the press. They wouldn't get them. In the press. Which press? <laughs> <laughs> Who's right? Red Hot Chili Peppers play the same song three, three times, times just because UK podcaster doesn't like Search and Destroy. Come on, that's yeah, in the Daily Mail. The Daily Fail. Yeah, exactly. This is what they're dealing with. This, this is, is this is exactly what I want to avoid 
Yeah. When I go and see them live. Yeah, exactly. This, A, this kind of bad coverage in Daily Mail. Yeah. But B, (laughs) I just want to hear them play... Other songs apart from Searching. But just don't give me a 14-minute jam at the end of the gig. Give me three better songs. Well... Don't give me three of your own brilliant songs that I love so much. Yeah, no. I love I love a good jam. Do it at the beginning. Let John Fashante, let let um, Josh, let whoever it is, fly his flag, fly his flag free. Let your let your freak flag fly. Mm -hmm. Do it at the beginning. It's amazing when you do it. Do not waste because all I want to do when I've seen these gigs and I watch them is you do realize if they do it at the beginning. They're just wasting your time. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, but they're not going to do it for 14 minutes, are they? I watch those gigs and think, I'm wandering off. Yeah, I am wandering off. I'm going off. to get a bit. Yeah, that, and I'm, I'm, pronoun- I'm spelling wandering with an A as the second letter. Uh, it's not a brain wonder. No, no, it's no, a literal. It's a physical, it's a physical wonder. Yeah, no, no. And I won't even get a beer at that point because it's the end of the gig. No, out of process. Out of, oh, oh, right. Yeah, so you can't. No. Oh, that's even worse. Oh, so that's why you want them to do it. Or maybe when I heard a when I heard them start doing the jam at the end of the gig, I think, oh, I see what's happening here. Or maybe I will both wander with an O and wander with an A and just go to the beer tent and get a beer. But don't waste my time. I don't, Ben, listen, I don't mind the jams. I honestly don't. For me, there's two reasons. A? A? Go on. I find them musically inspiring. And B... Two. I enjoy watching the, the the chemistry, and I know it's not as organic as it might seem. Listen, I understand that, but I still enjoy it. I still enjoy it, and I enjoy listening. Thirdly, this is another reason. C. C. I enjoy listening to Flea, Chad, and John, or whoever it may be, playing just the three of them. I do enjoy that. It's not a thing. It's not an anti-Swan thing. Of course, it isn't. I love the Swan. This sounds like an anti-Swan agenda. It's not an anti-Swan <laughs> agenda. It definitely isn't that. I just enjoy listening to those three play. They are so. They are such a unit. They are such an important unit. They are such a unit of consistent quality that I enjoy it, Ben. And if that's a crime, then honestly, take... I'll commit you, I'll commit you right now. This is a citizen's arrest. Arrest me. I will. After I've got, after I've said this. After we've recorded. And seriously, I will. Fine. I'll take you down to Hythe Police Station. It's closed. Oh, Hythe Skate Park? That's closed. Right, in that case, I won't arrest you. Don't arrest me. No. (laughs) Because it's always my second option when I arrest a man. Yeah, of course. It's either the, ple- the police station. Yeah, or the skate I park. I you at the skate park. Breaks my heart to say. Yeah. Um, yes, that was a long arm. I don't need this shit, mate. No, okay, well... What I don't want... If I'm watching a jam that goes for 40 minutes, I'm thinking you could seriously, if you play it slightly quicker, get Sir Psycho in twice. Yeah, and if if Sir Psycho's up for grabs... But it's always up for grabs. Any song they've ever written is up for for grabs. grabs. I understand that, but... What's one of the songs that you love off... uh, Okay, here we go again. You know um, Fellowship Minky, Slinky Slinky McPlinky? Yeah, Fellowship Slinky. Exactly. Not only do I know it, I love it. Yeah. You could play that twice. Mm. How often do you hear that live? 
Very rarely. But re- rein your shit in, boys, mm. and play Mellowship Slinky. I tell you what I did see recently. I tell you what I'd rather hear than a 40-minute jam. Mm. Naked in the rain. And that's a, that's a God's me, honest. That, that that's a, a God's honest. Oh, my word. Well, okay. Let's hope next time they play Naked in the Rain for Ben. Well, as long as it's not on the main set list, it replaces no, the jam. Because the worst thing that could happen to me is it replaces... They the jam as well, and then they didn't play one of your <laughs> One of my favourite other songs. Imagine if you see the set list at the end, they've crossed out a could have lied. Crossed out Don't Forget Me. Oh, mate, imagine it. Oh, I cannot wait to see these boys live. Can you picture yourself in, in, in the future, listening in a world where John Frusciante has miraculously joined... It, it, He's done it in a way, and I know that the pandemic has obviously played into this, but he's just done it in a text way. It's just a, a single message. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and a brief performance. <laughs> um, but it apparently it is true. <laughs> he will play Give It Away and yeah. a couple of other he's things. He's popped on, he's played Give but It Away. But won't do it, Chad. Got, not only that, he's got Dave Navarro. Side stage. With yeah, the doing, doing that rock sign. Yeah, doing the rock sign, smoking the fan. Yeah. There yeah. will be pictures this is a, taken this is a, of him, the swan, yeah. and Dave. Yeah, is this a joke? Yeah. Is, is this it, real? Is this just the Red and Chili Peppers in a garden? Is this the biggest wind-up of all time? It could still be. Chad could still be playing into this, you know. He does those children's songs. Well, he's done it before. Mm. Let's hope and pray he hasn't done but it. But he's yet. a children's artist. And just a, a painting artist. Yeah. There's no factual evidence yeah. to point to the fact that he's actually the drummer in the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Well, there is. Oh, yes, there is. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, there is. <laughs> Sorry, I've discounted everything, ev- everything non- post... All, all of the evidence. Everything post-1987. Yeah. No, let's ignore that, though. And um, Yeah, but my concern is that this is just a message, you know, a black-and-white message. Hmm. Obviously, we've got the Garden Party, which we loved. By the way, Chad wasn't there. Of Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoyed that reference. Yeah. Uh, interestingly, I saw a, a fact re-Chad. Uh, Chad missed John joining this time. Yep, good tapping. And he missed John's first show last time as well. No. He hasn't been there for both times that John's rejoined. Chad has missed the first show. But presumably he was there for the first time John joined. Uh, no, I'm not sure if he was. Uh, that may have been the final stick in this particular mud. I've just realised, if you say John joined, it's JJ. And we know who JJ is. The drone bastard relates back to Chad. Right, so that yeah, that's tenuous, but it does certainly works. It's initials, isn't it? JJ, John joined. Jack Fox, our man from the East. Go and check him out. I've turned the page over, He's and it's up. blank. It's it. <laughs> Yes, I've had enough of this. It's like one of my research pages. <laughs> I, can, I can do a, I can do a four-hour podcast on Completely that blank. Okay, so shall we wrap this up and go to the socials? Yeah, I was trying to keep you going, but you... No, I don't want to talk about search and destroy anymore. It's poor as piss. Normally it's pronounced as <laughs> piss <laughs> poor. Okay, then we move out of what I would assume will be a little sting of their red heart. Pointless answer for Samuel Townsend on Pointless today. Congratulations to me. Take a bow, brother. During that section where we weren't recording, we did a lot of falsetto singing of the song Police Station. (laughs) We did. (laughs) Now, whether any of that will make it on is... Questionable and dubious. Dubious and questionable. It might be the outro to this. It might not. 
I doubt it. I I didn't. I couldn't make the transition. No, because it was all falsetto, wasn't it? So. Well, I just got trapped in the middle. Mm. You know what it's like when you get. You couldn't go through the chorus, could you? No. Trapped in the middle with you by Steelers Wheels. Yes. Reservoir Dogs, Quentin yeah. Tarantino, Michael Madsen, Tim Roth, Harvey Keitel, Steve Buscemi. It's just a list of things related to that particular Travolta. song. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> um, Steve Buscemi, Quentin Tarantino. The famous producer. Who we will not name. No, not him. Oh, who then? The other one. Who's the other famous producer? No, Lawrence famous. Bender? Yeah, Bender, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Bender. Cool, okay, well, getting... Thank God, thank God we got that. Whew, that was a close one. No, no, let's move on. No, we shall. Skirted. Here we go. If you want to email into this stuff, then my email address is bentownsendmusic at hotmail.com. That's a lie, is that true? Yeah, bentownsendmusic.com. Bentownsendmusic at (laughs) hotmail.com. That's it, isn't it? (laughs) Bentownsendmusic.com. Do email in. And also, we must give a shout-out, mustn't we? It really depends. I don't know. To the wonderful Alex Fredette, who we heard from... Oh, big Al. The Godfather. Whoop, 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 That's the sound whoop, of the police. Whoop, whoop, Do it. Whoop, 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 whoop. Alex Fredette, the, the Godfather of the podcast. Thank flaming galah for that. you flaming galah? He's not even Australian. No, mate. he's not, but I'm glad to have him back on. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Um, again, we've said it a number of times when we were just doing this, I say for, for fun... Yeah, as opposed to now, we do it for money. Yeah, for huge amounts of sponsorships. Oh, my God. I mean, oh, we're so rich. I can we're in the garage here. It's, we're crammed in, aren't we, between the, the piles of notes. It is like uh, in Army of the Dead, the new Zack, Zack Snyder film on Netflix. Yeah. When they go into the safe, it's full of money. Or like yeah. Breaking Bad when uh, Heisenberg... Oh, God, I mean... La- is, ...lies back on that pile of money. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm uh, actually... They do say it's comfortable to sleep on a bed of money. Mm. I can assure you, it isn't. Mm. Uh, you know, I've, I've had enough of it. To be yeah. I've taken all the money out of my mattress. <laughs> no, out of my... Uh, and who do we blame for this? Alex Fredette. Fredette. Yeah. God damn you, If Fredette. it wasn't for Alex Fredette, we'd, we'd still be, you know... Sleeping on a proper mattress and be comfortable at night. Exactly. So, you know, but thank, about what you will. But we will say thank you to Alex for getting back in touch. He is, a, he is the godfather of the podcast. He was yeah. the first person to send in an email. Well, when we do come into the money, we'll fly him over. If we don't come into the money... We won't. We won't, and we'll go and meet him at some point, you know, when we fly miscellaneously to the United States. It's a small plane. I'm not going to small. To small. I'm, I probably won't fly to the US, to be no. honest. I mean, what I said is obviously... Weird. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he wasn't, to this point, an ambassador. I have released a badge into the wild yes, to fly over to him. This is a wonderful moment. Not only is he the godfather, he's now been inaugur- inaugurated... He certainly has. ...as a ambassador. An ambassador of the podcast, of course. And, you know... One of the things that makes me most proud of all of this is the ambassadorship program. There are people all over the world to that represent this it, podcast. To have, to have known that it could have fallen flat on its face, mm. and yet to know that we've got ambassadors all over the place. Thank you all for the work that you do. One and all. And I know you're all out there promoting us constantly. Yes. No. It's a program that... Yes, no. Work. Which one? Yes. Good. It's a program <laughs> that couldn't work without you. And if you're there with your badge, 
know that we're proud of you, know that we're thankful to have you on board. And if anybody else wants to come on board, the programme is still growing. BenTownsendMusic.net Yes. BenTownsendMusic at Hotmail.com Yes, there you go. We will send you a badge wherever you live. We will. I have to say this now. Oh, is there a place that we won't send it to? It's not about, no. Oh, good. It's not about choke oranges. Uh, when I posted Alex's badge, it cost £4.20, so you owe me £2.10. That, my brother, is... That's inside irrelevant. beef. It's inside beef, brother. It's not relevant. Well, it is to me. Well, it's not to me. I'll you owe me £2.20. £2. I, I will pay you £2.20 here and now. Go on, then. Well, I can't. Okay. Just just do it on online banking later on. Fine. So, anyway, thank you, Alex. Was, I think it was we the point. We love you, Alex. And thank you to all the ambassadors that like you said. Uh, all of that Reddit stuff, fuck it. Uh, oh, yeah. Insta, University Speaking RHCP underscore pod is me on Instagram. Sam on Twitter, you are. I'm at Stack Townsend. I'm at Nam. Listen, this is serious shit, man. I've got 81 followers on Twitter now. I know. You've gone crazy. Now, I understand that there are people who might have. Hundreds of followers, if not thousands. But everyone means a lot to you, doesn't it, <laughs> I just thought, you know, I'm getting there. I'm, get, you know, I'm on the verge of, I'm on the precipice of ultimate something. You're on the precipice of ultimate nothing. I'm on the edge. I. <laughs> we're trying to do the socials there. That's lovely, though. We are. I am at University RHCP on Twitter. So. Yes. I mean, that's that, isn't that? Yes. Yes. I mean, the only reason I'm gibbering on is because I don't want you to, to tell me that we've got to stop. Well, we do have to stop, brother, but it's been an absolute pre- pressure. A pleasure. Yes, it means it's going to be another two weeks. No, uh, I'm no, it's next week because we're doing oh, we're a couple doing. of episodes in quick succession. Okay, fine. Well, in that case, I'll, I'll let you go. No. <laughs> okay. Go. Oh. The boiler's come on. Someone's just popped the boiler on. I don't know who, because that... there's no one in the house. Well, it's fine. We are allowed people in the house now. Yeah, I know, but there is no one in the house. Oh, okay. Well, we will say goodnight, shall we? Good night, then. Good night, sweetheart. We've done this one before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've got to do another one. <laughs> uh, we've done more of the world last week. I'll let you choose. Okay. Um, I'll sing anything you ask me to right now. Okay. Should we do Kenny Rogers? Oh, yeah, lovely. Ooh, which one? The gamut? Oh, yeah. You gotta know when, when to hold him. Sing it out, Here brother. No, when to fold him. Go. No, when to walk away. No, when to run. You never count your money. When you're sitting at the table, there'll be time enough for counting. When the dealings go, you better know when to hold them. No when to fold them. No when to walk away. No when to run. You never count your money. When you're sitting at the table, there'll be time enough for counting. When the dealing's done.